The following is an article read of Bachelor's Grove Cemetery, Chicago's Graveyard with Ghosts, by myself, Ghost Guide Daniel. Bachelor's Grove Cemetery in Chicago is a rare haunted hotspot, visited by countless ghost enthusiasts since the 1940s, a historic area with deep roots in the settling of one of the United States' largest cities. Oh, and don't forget the countless ghosts, and location of one of the top 10 most known ghost photos in the entire world. These are the stories of Bachelor's Grove Cemetery. The area around Bachelor's Grove Cemetery was originally settled before the first land sale in Illinois. Stephen Rexford arrived in 1833 at current day 159th and Cicero Streets in Chicago, right near the conservation area now housing the cemetery. In 1864, the land ended up with Frederick Schmidt. This is when we have our first mention of a graveyard given as, quote, reserving one acre of land for use as a graveyard. Title, Origins of the Name Many and most believe the origin of the name is around Rexford, along with three other single men who helped settle the land. They were bachelors, a.k.a. unmarried, common among early settlements in the United States. Another origin said a family with the last name Bachelor with a T resided in the area as early as 1845. Even though this is mentioned on the cemetery's Wikipedia page, it seems to have been debunked by a historian. Subtitle, Daniel Boone of Methodism. The history deep dive adds another little-known origin, the most dramatic one around a reverend named Jesse Walker, considered the Daniel Boone of Methodism. Pushing his religion on settlers and natives all along the Illinois River, in 1829, Walker's son James settled an area south of Bachelor's Grove, named Walker's Grove, today known as Plainfield, bringing the Methodist church to the area. One of the preachers was Wesley Bachelor with a T, listed as, quote, superannuated or worn-out preachers from the Methodist Conference in 1852. That's the only proven connection to that last name around the time, but disproven all the same, as there's record of the first post office in the area established in 1843, which was called Bachelor's Grove. Title, Dark Years of Vandalism. Starting in the 1970s, Bachelor's Grove Cemetery gained a popular reputation the rise of ghost hunters coinciding with people seeking locations they could access. Not sure what caused the spike. Maybe because of the most famous ghost hunting couple ever, Ed and Lorraine Warren. They rose to fame through the events in Amityville, New York, which happened in the 70s. Either way, the cemetery was a perfect location for hunts. Remote, public, and accessible lands. The sad part? Not all visitors were serious and respectful ghost seekers. Subtitle, Party Ghost Stories Older than the ghost hunters were the parties. 
Dating back to the 1940s, young folks going out to a supposed haunted place to drink and tell ghost stories, tale as old as time, led to out-of-control vandalism, gravestones stolen, broken, or thrown aside, graves dug up, disgraceful behavior. Makes me angry that people like this exist. Some historians believe the grandest of the ghostly legends are because of drunken parties, like what Brad Bettenhausen from Tinley Park Historic Society said, quote, Kids start going there to drink and party, leave trash behind, and you get the scary stories told around a little campfire what you have. This is where the legends start, end quote. Because of disrespectful visitors, sadly, Ghost stories are open to skepticism, tainting the work of serious ghost hunters and history devotees. Title Ghost Stories Quote Does it sound real? I ask myself this question all the time while researching ghost stories for my podcast, wanting to be logical as I read through experiences. And it's true. Many stories give me, quote, cringe chills. Crazy accounts and claims lacking detail and realism. Here are the solid ones from Bachelor's Grove. Not claiming any are fully true, but in my experience they sound honest and memorable. Title, The Caretaker. Legend states a house once existed near the cemetery. A short distance, the roped-off main entrance of Bachelor's Grove. The father of the house felt an obligation to the land unofficially watching over it, ensuring respect for the memorials. Vandalism started getting worse at the same time the caretaker was seen. Common description? A man seen walking the nighttime path outside the graveyard. Some see his shadow, others an older man sometimes holding a lantern. The most vivid experience happened to two male students from a nearby college in 1971. Subtitle, Looking for the Caretaker's House. The two guys walked the path at night, and like many, they heard the ghost stories, were told it's a spooky fun time sneaking in at night. Heading down the path, they saw someone walking towards them, first a shadow, then light glowed over a man as he rose over the horizon. Seemed to be a globe lantern, the light shone a dim yellow-orange. The stranger was upset, ready to say something, but the guys cut him off. They were used to older folk lecturing them, always ready to cut in and turn on the charm. Quote, Oh man, we are lost. And we heard about the graveyard, but some stories of a caretaker who watches the grounds. Is that you? And they laughed. The old man said nothing. Continuing, they said, Anyway, maybe you know about the house. We're only here out of interest would never think of vandalizing anything, end quote. The old man stood still, eventually raising one hand, his index finger out pointing down the path. The guys thanked him and started walking, anxious to get out of the awkward interaction, walked a bit, and one of the boys got the feeling to turn around, spun, the other boy seeing his friend turn too. Both watched the shadow, a yellow-orange globe swinging at its side, until it stopped, and the glow fading into darkness. Too dark to see if the man was still there, both boys ran back. The path was empty. The man was gone. 
Subtitle, Solid Legend. This was one of the more popular ghost legends of the area for decades, and as what happens, stories fade. Only the truly energetic stories can last generations. This is one of them, coming back to pop culture after the release of Creepy Chicago in 2003. Creepy Chicago reminded us of the other part of the legend, a disappearing house. Said it was once on the land along the same path just beyond Bachelors Grove Cemetery, later demolished. This was the house of a local caretaker. Maybe not an official employee set to watch the area, but instead, a dedicated steward of history brought forth by the cowardly act of vandalism done on the monuments of those past. The house appears to some who visit, then disappears back into an empty lot. A rumor surrounding the blue house beside a cell tower near the entrance of Rubio Woods, but this is false. That house is not original to the area, originally moved from a nearby settlement. Title, Famous Ghost Photo Not many ghost photos achieve the level of fame that the top 10 ghost photos in history have done. Photos said to have gone through skeptical scrutiny. Being hard to disprove is akin to proving them as something beyond normal or paranormal. The majority of the top 10 photos are in Europe. Makes sense considering the histories in those countries are longer, more violent, and palpable. So, to have a photo of two featured in North America, namely the United States, well, this is special. The one from Tombstone, Arizona is great, but in my opinion doesn't meet the same standard as the Madonna of Bachelors Grove. In Chicago, we have a legendarily haunted hotspot with more mysterious history, a place off of a major city obsessed over by many ghost hunters, both professional and amateur, over multiple generations. That's rare, but how valid is this ghost photo? Subtitle, The Madonna. In 1991, a former member of a local paranormal group, Ghost Research Society, named Judy Fells, walked into the graveyard. She was familiar with Bachelors Grove, having researched it many times in the past, much while working under GRS's president, Dales Kazmarek. Kazmarek was the pioneer who made the graveyard famous the well-spoken advocate of the area's ghosts, bringing in to amazing heights of fame from the mid-1980s on. One day, Judy Fells was there taking photos of the grounds, snapped away without seeing or hearing anything, and as is common, the anomaly was seen after developing the photos, looking to see something on top of a gravestone far into a shot of the entire yard, magnifying it, the figure was unmistakable. A woman sitting on a gravestone, relaxed, slightly leaned forward as almost in a rocking motion, as if the woman was comforting herself, an act befitting of the legend. Subtitle, Who is the Madonna? Stories of the White Lady date back almost a decade before Fells snapped the ghost photo, seemingly spawned from a 1979 experience with a monk-like figure seen near the main fence, said to be holding a baby. Three years later, reports of the figure were clarified as a woman in white dress. 
The mistaking of the figure only adds to its validity, to have disagreement over how the apparition looked, meaning there was experience, not just a bunch of people wanting fame and making up encounters. The woman in white is seen all around the graveyard, sometimes alone, other times holding something many believe is a baby. Dale Kazmarek, president of the GRS, brought the account to the public in a 1989 book called True Tales of the Unknown by Sharon Jarvis. Claiming the woman has been seen by police officers, men tasked with checking the area many times throughout the night looking for vandals. Quote, They've seen the woman in white, told me about it, but were afraid to report it, fear of ridicule or being thought crazy. End quote. Subtitle, Mrs. Rogers. They call the Madonna Mrs. Rogers. The reason is awesome. Rarely do paranormal enthusiasts capture the minds of local historians, but the Madonna accomplished it, or maybe the Yellow Man, maybe because of the world-famous ghost photo, or the history of the ghost itself. Either way, they dug into the history looking for any graveyard resident who fit the description then finding a woman named Luella Rogers. Rogers was revealed in the 1991 book More Haunted Houses by Dolores Riccio, with more details about the ghosts. One, quote, There's an urgency in her manner as she wanders about, searching through the tombstones for a lost treasure. End quote. Followed by saying it's a mother buried in the cemetery away from her baby daughter, then revealing the small mysterious gravestone only marked with the words, quote, infant daughter. The daughter is believed to be the baby held by the Madonna. Subtitle, Not Mrs. Rogers. Historians found a problem with the legend of Mrs. Rogers and the infant daughter. The baby's gravestone is in the wrong spot. It's a placement mistake. This is not the daughter of Luella Rogers, but a replacement stone for one stolen during vandalism. The replacement stone was incorrectly placed. It's the stone of Emma Fulton, part of the Fulton family plot, which should be on the opposite side of the graveyard. Did this reveal the Madonna to be the mother of Emma Fulton? Not sure. Title Yellow Man in 1984, a man named Norman Basile wrote something in the newspaper, the Chicago Sun-Times, quote, A month and a half ago, I saw an apparition standing by a tree. It was a yellow figure, a man with a hat, probably in his 40s, adding, I took a picture on 1,000-speed film, end quote. Sadly, I couldn't find the photograph. It happened during a camping trip in the area, they explored Bachelor's Grove, walking about and taking photos. As a way to get the entire area at once, Basile stood back to back with his friend. Looking over, he saw the yellow figure standing beside a tree. It vanished, followed by some red streaks. The friend saw nothing. Subtitle Heather Saw Him Too Twelve years later, a woman named Heather went out with her family and a friend to explore for ghosts. She said she was getting bored, not into the paranormal, but that changed when she saw a man standing on the opposite side of the field. 
assumed at first it was another ghost explorer, except the person was oddly dressed in yellow, maybe mistaking the yellow glow as it closed. She yelled for her dad and friend. They ran over and looked but didn't see anyone. At the same time, Heather still saw the man. Quote, I realized it wasn't solid, but more translucent. End quote. Transfixed, the moment was broken when Heather felt a cold blast of wind move through her. She freaked and ran, said, quote, I had enough and want it out of there. End quote. Subtitle. Another ghost photo. In 2003, a second ghost photo in this very haunted place may have been captured. Taken by Peter Crapia, the main organizer of the great website Grove Restoration Project. A historian had an experience with the yellow man. After not knowing about the ghost because it was rarely experienced, especially when compared to the more famous caretaker and Madonna, he was taking photos of the graveyard when something caught his eye, looked over to see, quote, a tall yellow humanoid figure, end quote. He caught the photo, telling his story and later finding out about the yellow man. Note, the photo he caught is in the article on the website. Just go to ghostwalks.com, search Bachelor's Grove Cemetery. Continuing. Not sure, but this photo could be one of the reasons this historian had a love for ghosts. And great he does, because the Grove Project is an amazing repository of Bachelor's Grove Cemetery ghost stories. Highly worth a look. Link in the article. Title. Final Thoughts. There's something deeply unique about Bachelor's Grove Cemetery. First, it's so haunted even historians take notice. Second, legendary ghost stories experienced and talked about for over 80 years. Third, deep roots in the founding of Chicago. Fourth, one of the top 10 most famous ghost photos in the entire world. Put these together and it's proof this is a rare location in the paranormal, something not seen at any other haunted location anywhere in the world. My name is Ghost Guy Daniel and this has been an article read of Bachelor's Grove Cemetery, Chicago's Graveyard with Ghosts, as featured at ghostwalks.com.